Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the what? With trap beats playing in the ah. With trap beats playing in the ah. That trap beat playing in the ah. Now what's the mode? Then put it down. Right? It, it, turn around. It, up, down. It, in and out. Ah. Ah. Then turn around. Background. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go in. No, I learned how to say. I, I learned how to say hey in German. I'm gonna practice and report back. Period. Well, um, how are you doing? I'm fine. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Hey, Patreon. Oh, hey, Patreon. Hey, Patreon. Yes. Y'all see my hair? It looks like taco meat at the end. I was trying to tell them. Oh my gosh! You know what? My ants look like taco meat. And then we're gonna get some people unsubscribing because they're gonna be like, "I didn't pay for this." <laughs> right? But y'all in my house, y'all get to be in our houses. So, mm-hmm. period. period. House tour? No, I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, Katie got a room tour over here. She already know what's going on outside of the frame. I mean, you should see outside of my frame. What's going on? It's not that bad. It's not good. Because I do laundry and I just stack it on the chair. And I do more laundry. I just stack it on the chair and I pull from the chair. And then I just, it just repeats. It's like, the I hate, laundry is my least favorite. I thought chore. it was dishes. I love doing dishes. Oh no. It's the opposite for us. Yeah. I hate laundry. Mm-hmm. I'll clean a thousand toilets before I do laundry. Dang. Really? Yeah. You just put it yeah. in a thing and then press mm-hmm. on. It's fake news. <laughs> fake stop the count. It's, Is it the folding and the putting away? It's the fo- and the putting away. <sighs> so much. And it's really not. It's Actually, it is. It actually is. It's one of those things where, you know how like you do something and be like, oh, that wasn't that bad. I'd never said that after doing laundry, ever. I've never been like, oh, that, was, that wasn't that bad. Dang, because I feel like you could just multitask. You could just fold your stuff up. You're watching TV. You're doing whatever. Mm-mm. Okay. See, that's why. And see, God didn't bring me into this life to struggle. So one day I won't have to worry about my laundry anymore. From my mouth to God's ears, period. Alrighty then. Anyway, to the program we go. Right. So, the news this week um the black orchestral network is having their summit their first ever summit um this october the summit is going to be taking place on october 21st in new york city um made possible by the new york state council of the arts um and the support um the office of the governor and the new york state legislature i was like come on sponsors come on partners right period i know that's right like so very much exclusive it's um october 21st 9 a.m to 6 30 p.m eastern time at the j suites paris room in new york city um so it's going to be a day of keynotes, conversations. They're going to have a live podcast recording, networking, and actionable takeaways. Um, it's completely free, but seating is limited. So they're asking um, for people to register by October 7th. 
and it's open to everybody who is passionate about driving positive change in the world of classical music so if you are interested i will uh, link their um, page that talks more about the event some area hotels if you are not from the new york city area um but you know it could be a little day trip if you live within driving distance and all that type of stuff so yeah we got um plans on that day remember girl i'm going from glory to glory i don't even know what i'm doing tomorrow i'll find out tomorrow not october 21st okay oh is that what i'm supposed to be yeah okay um and as y'all know patreon will hear about it first period listen things are happening with classically black okay it's giving big classically black period it's giving cbp and the b stands for bands you hear me (laughs) period (laughs) um and then speaking of convenings women in classical music uh symposium is happening also this year i've never been to one of these i saw it when it was as it was happening last year and then again pretty close to as it was happening this year or like when i mean it's not it's not happening until november it's november 12th or 15th um but yeah i've never been to one it's going to be taking place um it's hosted by the dallas uh symphony so it's the Women in Classical Music Symposium, which is um, supposed to help women reach their full potential professionally while acting as change, um, as a catalyst uh, for broad scale change in the industry. So they're going to be bringing together industry leaders um, for thought provoking conversations, discussions, performances, networking, and peer engagement. Um, in Dallas, Texas, what's her name? Uh, Jen gonna be busy. Jen Arnold, who was just on the show a couple weeks ago, because you know she one of the founding members with Black Orchestral Network, and she's speaking at this. I saw on the schedule. Listen, Jen is worldwide. Period. That's right. Can't keep up. Right. Period. I was like, you know what? Classically Black, low key, we we might have to see what they're talking about next year. Um, because I never been to one. It looks cute. Um, and they have you know, a wide arrange, arrangement, I can't talk, wide array is what I was trying to say, um, of speakers and topics and things like that, and I could think of a little something that they missing, so, um, you can nominate speakers too, so do that what you will, um, you can also nominate yourself if you would like to speak in a future, um, conference, but again, November 12th through 15th in dallas texas i will link their event page so that you can register registration starts at 150 dollars or 50 dollars if you are a student i'm gonna whip out my eastman email <laughs> or your memphis the id or the email your memphis be like that i mean i still got my eastman id i mean i have a valid student id right now but so i would need to but you got a memphis id gonna kick me out of my stuff the whole they thing? strict. Yeah. Wait, even the email? I'm not gonna say too much about that school. That school's a freaking mess. Yeah. Like what? Especially like I went to go see like I signed up for final draft through that email, so they that acting is, like you work there. It's weird. Like, especially like I mean, I was only uh, getting my artist at home, but I would like for for like an um 
an undergraduate student, you're using that email for four years, it's going to take time for you to transfer over some stuff. And, like, they kicked me out. When did I graduate? 20, 22. Yeah, so only a year. They kicked me out, like, this summer. I still use my like, Eastman email. I mean, yeah, my Eastman email. I still use my Eastman email. I get, I get spam. It's weird. But, um... I still I don't use I don't use it, but if I want something for students, like I, it's it it still loads into my phone. Yeah, yeah. And I have stuff that I signed up for in college that I used my email because that was my primary email at the time before I made my Gmail. Um, that's all I'm worried about because I'm trying to like I need to it's on my to do list to like update my final draft because they this the student period was over, but I'm worried about like and I'm about to pay $200 now because my email no longer works. Like, my student email no longer works. It's weird. It's tacky, to be honest, if you really want to keep it up. But a year? It was an Outlook account. Be serious. That's weird. <laughs> Whatever. Well, um, and then last but not least for um, for the news, um, there's a new database for black musicians. I don't know if you see if you saw this. Um called a notes noir um and yeah it's a database for black musicians you can submit um like some headshots submit what you do what instruments you play your secondary instruments all of that to be included um on this database sorry there's a lot going on um where i'm at and um that was that ira was nasty i was like what because it's, it's I just I can't, maybe they can't hear because I didn't. He, I heard the doorbell thing, but I didn't hear anything else. Um. Yeah, so they're in the process of building the website right now. But um, I got a text about it, and I said I would mention it on the show. Um, because you can um submit your information now. They're compiling all of that, and we'll be launching the website soon. So I'll put the form. If you want to, you know, you might get some gigs off of that. You might, you know, meet some people in your city and all that type of stuff um, on Notes Noir. Period. Per. Okay, we're moving along. So the intermission is going to be short and sweet because we're talking about libraries. Osher Dwee. So um, this is Delaney's idea, actually. She asked, she want to know what book I was reading. And you know, I stay in some mess. So. Oh my gosh, I should took into account (laughs) i'm not reading nothing crazy now because i was telling delaney about this book i was reading called the long shot by kennedy ryan i love kennedy ryan as a writer i really enjoy her stuff the long shot was a little crazy because i don't ever read a summary or check triggers um for books i don't know why i see it on book talk i'll be like okay and i always i don't regret it but it's all like when i read an american marriage i had no idea like it was about false imprisonment and i feel very sensitive about that so imagine my surprise. And it's like, I really could have alleviated this by reading the summary. First of all, I regret it and I didn't even read it. I regret you telling me about that book. So The long shot was crazy. The triggers, the triggers were like domestic violence, stalking. The ending was crazy. Whoa, the ending was crazy. But the love story between August and Iris was just so sweet. So it worked out. But that, like, I, that was a book. I, that was, uh, I didn't read. Okay, I read the book. Let's not, whatever. But. I listened to it and that was one I regretted listening to. I wish I actually read it because <sighs> whoo so it was a lot. But of course I tell Delaney because if I have to go through it she does too. So that's what friends are for. It's not. 
so you don't care what I go through. First yeah. of all, you was all up and down my DMs talking about how we wasn't even friends, so because you deserved it. You know what? I forgot about that. Why are we even doing this show? <laughs> Delaney is so y'all don't even know. There's gonna be a surviving Delaney doc coming. Like, <laughs> y'all don't even know surviving that Delaney. Was, Delaney, that was crazy. I don't like, even remember was, what I said. I didn't even say anything. It was about that. It was about that albino <laughs> capybara. You are hell. You are hell. No, uh, y'all don't even know. Man. You don't know. You don't know. But anyway, what books am I reading? Well, well you go first. See, it's nah I because y'all don't understand I what I be going through so i've got my book right here because i forgot we on patreon i can actually show all right let me see people the book go ahead reading um more decorations um for the sound um so the book that i'm reading right now is called the trouble with happiness it's what it looks like for patreon it's by tov ditlipson um, it's a book of short stories and it was, um, actually for the first time translated into English. It's, da- it was originally written in Danish, um, and the author's Danish. So yeah, a lot of the stories so far are about couples, but it's like, um, they're not, it's not like romance stuff like that. I know that that's Katie's bad. Katie love her little romance situation. I love um but i've just noticed that like every story i've read so far i've only read a few so far but they're all couples um but it's like marital sometimes it's just life stuff like um for example like one couple it was like a disagreement over a cat that like kept coming around and like the wife really wanted always wanted the cat the husband didn't want the cat but then it was like revealed that the wife had like she had lost a baby and so like the cat was kind of like a substitute you know like it was just like that's kind of why she felt so um what's that maternal over the cat and stuff like that so oh and then there was another one another story called my wife doesn't dance and it was like a while she was over she overheard her husband like turn down something like invite somewhere it was like oh my wife doesn't dance it turns out she had like grown up with a disability and like all that type of stuff like mm-hmm. so it was just it's just about you know stuff like that but um yeah i got this from a little free library um and i have i am allegedly Wait, it oh it's called the trouble with happiness yeah. did you turn in that other book tove diddle oh Sorry, Ditlifson. Um, and then also, wait, hold on. I want to show y'all my bookmark too. For those who can see, this is for y'all who can't see. That's cute. I know it's a Lavar Burton reading rainbow, uh, bookmark that says "Take a look." It's in a book, reading rainbow. Um, and I got that from Inspire the Tribe. I take that advice literally please right it is in a book um i also have several other books that are allegedly in progress but that's the one that i am reading the most right now um yeah my other books that are in progress apparently awkward black girl or the misadventures of awkward black girl girl that's my purse book now because i'm i'm i just want i want to finish it 
I start. I, I think I'm it. gonna restart Fire Shut Up in My Bones because I was reading it and then I fell off. And then also A Little Devil in America is another one. But dang, wait, are all my books? That's the one. That's the only one that's fiction. Which one? Oh, that one. Yeah, The Trouble with Happiness is fiction, but the rest of them, Awkward Black Girl is a memoir. Fire Shut Up in My Bones is a memoir. The Little Devil in America is just it's nonfiction. It's like um. It's Hanifa Doraquad or Dorakeep. And it's um notes and praise of black performance. So it's like about um like black artists and stuff like that. Like commentary. Kind of. <clears throat> yeah. Who's the author with that? A little devil in America? Oh, Hanif H A N I F. Adora Cube, which is A B D U R R A Q I B. Period. Come on, get your book recommendations from Classically Black. I mean, can't, rec- can't recommend too much since I'll be falling off, but period. We'll call them book ideas. Okay. And I know y'all, y'all probably a little with us on books since our first book club wasn't really what it was. That's what I was gonna ask you. Did you turn in the? <laughs> it's like I've considered putting that book in a little free library, but it's like one. It takes a lot for me to get rid of a book. Yeah, I like the cover, and also I don't know like if I want to wreak havoc on the community that way. That's a thing. Like those are those free libraries for the greater good, right? It's to spread. Like you want to write, and it's like, Goodwill. do I want to spread that, or do I just want that book out my house? Because <laughs> in that case, uh, trash man come every week. So <laughs> incinerator. But then it's like, oh, but like you have a book. Like you know, people don't like. Yeah, I mean, we. I, the thing is, it's like we went over that. We lamented over that. Like I don't want to say nothing bad, but like. I honestly racked my brain. I have nothing positive to say. Like, I mean, I had some positive stuff. Like, I was like, I hope it gets better. I hope it... Some people sent in... They sent in clips of the second book that came after that one, and it didn't get better. So, but you know what? What was that line when he was like... Something about she was just a hood rat. Any old hood rat off the street. Like, what are you talking about, bro? What are you writing about? Like, man, if y'all wasn't there for the first summer book club be glad and start with the second one that was just a couple, <laughs> couple months ago because the first one like like i said i hope maybe let's hold out hope the third book is better but i just i can't it sucks it's uh, the situation right. sucks as does the book but the situation sucks the most i'm about to play the gig like two years ago or like lot yeah like two years ago and this lady came up to me and was like oh my god i read the violent conspiracy like good job for everything that you're doing i'm just like that is not my story <laughs> like i am begging you do not ever say that to anyone else again because i'm like i feel like i remember the first time we came onto the mics after reading like after the first because the first week wasn't bad the first week was whatever it was the second one where we was like so because i'm like am i crazy like I would never forget, like, when we had it, before we filmed the first one, and we met to talk about it before we turned the mics on, I was like, so, 
so what you think because i was like maybe i read it too fast like maybe like i'm missing something so i'm like maybe delaney caught it nope i was right i took every opportunity to think maybe it's me maybe it's me maybe i'm reading it wrong maybe i did i skip a line did i skip a page did I skip, like, <laughs> i'm checking like underneath every, the book is there a, is there a pullout <laughs> he's a menace he must be stopped talking about when you go get your violin strings we uh fixed or whatever and the shop owner is like you dirty monkey like come on at a violin shop you're no i'm sorry you he's a menace he's a men that book is so we're talking about the violent conspiracy it's a terrible book like if i were to rate it out of five i would say one and a half because there oh, wow. the potential and I think that's over that's I was about to say general. generous of you to be in the positives. Because <clears throat> I feel like the there was potential for there to be a good story there. It was just and I think that's where I would get maybe maybe not one point five, maybe one. But because for the potential of the story, like and it's just like the way that the mystery of it all was just fumbled because <sighs> you you didn't even try to it would have been better if you made the book longer which god forbid but if you made the book longer and really because i remember reading the reviews people were like the ending is so predictable and it's like you could have built out how the where the violin was you could have built all that other stuff instead of throwing characters and random leech at the end as a last ditch to make it better like if you built out the story better then you could go in and add your little racism bait or whatever you want to do you know, but like, it was so much potential for it to be actually very good, and it just fumbled it. You know what's crazy is that, like, it, didn't, it wouldn't even have to be longer for that because there was so much in the story that was so unnecessary. Like, yeah. literally, I remember we got up to, I finished the book ahead of, ahead, ahead of mm-hmm. the show because I was like, I literally, I cannot, I don't want to close it and come back to this. I want this to be the last time I open this book. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just finished it, and I was like, I'm going to tell you something that's going to piss you off nothing we have read so far has anything to do we were like 200 and something pages in and nothing nothing between in those pages had anything to do with how the story ended and it's so funny because it's like i do feel bad like we've said this before like i feel bad oh my god like i want to talk about somebody's stuff and like what if somebody talk about that my stuff that way but also i just feel i'm not obviously nothing that i put out everybody's gonna like not everybody even like this show but i just feel like i'm not putting out crazy but um even the the ending wasn't even predictable to me because it was so i was just expecting something so much better that it never even crossed my yeah. mind that he would do something like that that, yeah. that that he would end the book that way because remember my my theory was that the girlfriend was actually the niece of the people that was trying to get that would have been so much better like i thought i thought for sure he was going to do that like i knew she took the violin because what yeah they kept mentioning the niece oh we want this violin for our niece we want the violin for our niece and then you have a girlfriend that pursued you like she came to another city and she was trying to get with you so bad and she plays the violin and she was the only person in the room when you get like it should have been the niece what are you talking about wait wait who who did it again the girlfriend she just the whole thing was oh she stuck it out while he was in the shower and so all that stuff in the middle was pissed me off again nothing and it was very tyler perry coded because like all the all the black women were like (laughs) 
ain't nothing listen ain't nothing oh my gosh Tyler Perry. oh you know what he don't open the writer's room that's our only thing because i was about to say he about to buy the rights to this book and do a movie i mean he might it, it's on brand like all the black women were terrible in the book like and ratchet and like he would hate like, my and, he would hate me and my long fake nails and, and, and like, my weave nails and like and like not like he used he he tried to make it like being he he did he made every attempt to being ratchet to be derogatory which pissed me off um and then like it was just like very whatever and we do have a one star rating on one of those episodes and i feel like it's him and what's crazy is when we were paying for that book i'll literally never (laughs) forget like i told delaney like we should get in contact with him so we could like interview him good thank god that was god because I would have to cancel that interview. I have nothing to say to you. We would have to cancel the whole thing because I'll be like, "Why? How could you?" Like that would be my yeah, first question. Like, like, anyway, um, the book I'm reading, the audio book that I'm listening to right now, is called "Let Me Love You" by Alexandra House. There we go. Um, I just started it. I need to hurry up because I got it off of Libby, which I'll talk about later on in the show. Um, but the book I am reading is Take a Hint, Danny Brown by Talia Hibbert. You I just, love you love So, I mean, hey. Now, I I just finished out Talia Hibbert. I enjoy her writing. I tried um, the Chloe Brown one, which is the first one in the series years ago, maybe the beginning of the pandemic. I didn't like it. But then I heard everybody talking about Eve Brown, Eve Brown, Eve Brown. So I bought Eve Brown a couple of, because they're like sisters. You can read them in any order. It doesn't matter. But they're all sisters. And um, so I read Eve Brown's book a couple of um, weeks ago. Loved it. So I'm trying this one so far so good. Um, And that's it, really. Like, when it comes to, like, nonfiction, I mean, I have... um, spare but i haven't oh i forgot about that yeah i haven't you see the dust flying around like okay i'm i'm in this book maybe like once a month at best i'm i'm that far through oh you can't see oh i see so like not very far maybe less than half um because i'm not a nonfiction babe but i do love a memoir especially a good one like mindy kaling's oh my god talk about like i I already like mindy kaling's I have all of them. I what have. Is, what is everyone hanging out without me? I have that one. You got to read the other one. Um, why not me? Why not me? So good. They're both good. I have like no notes. They're so. They should be longer. Actually, <laughs> like she's so witty. She's so incredibly smart. Like you're like it's just really really good writing. Um, those are those are my favorite. I was, it's not my have favorite book. Quintus I have a favorite book? book. You said what? Say, so have you read Quintus' book? not yet it's not my to do um my favorite book i read this year i read a couple weeks ago a couple like no over the summer like in july called the midnight library very very good trigger warning talks about suicide but whoa i was like this is very good um so i don't i'm not really a non-fiction babe like i'm reading isa's i'm i'm hobbling limping through Issa's book limping through Harry's book like I'll get there eventually um but I love me a romance child like I love me a little you know 
I love romance. I think I don't. I think that's I. I'm trying to read. I bought the Ace of Spades, but it's another. That's another book where I bought it without reading it. I didn't realize it was thriller, so probably won't be reading that. What else I got around here? Oh, that's right. I'm supposed to be reading Harry Potter. Mm. Um, I have another pile of books because nothing fits in my bookshelf anymore. I need to get. A, I need to get like yeah. an actual. And I got more books out there. Yeah, I definitely got more books than I got from my bookshelf. And yeah, I need to, I mean, I'm cool with this book right now. You know, I don't do a lot of fiction. I forgot we were supposed to read. Let me go to the group chat. With me, you, and Richard, we were supposed to read something. I just, I never followed up because I knew like. Oh, I think it was the ta Coates book. It was the water one that he has. Let me make sure because I tried reading this one book and I did not like it. What, ta Coates? No. Oh. I read it was part, called like shallow water something like that it was weird it was like this mermaid following a slave ship I didn't like it mm. um oh nonfiction. I just finished Yvonne's book there we go oh, okay. I know I was missing something cause yeah, you know I, I was like I um it seems like that's part of the reason why also I mean there's a lot of reasons why I fell off reading cause I used to be a read. I used to be when I was a kid I used to be three four books at a time reading oh, reading reading cute. reading reading but school life snuffs that out but also the fact that like I just haven't read fiction like I'm looking at some of the books I'm like who gonna curl up with culturally responsive teaching in the brain or that's a thing (laughs) or the racial contract like for real Delaney like I, I was curling up with Mindy's books because it was a memoir. I curled up with Yvonne's, but it's like there's something so special. Like I really love a like um good yeah. It's a, somebody on a motorcycle outside going like why, bro? Girl, that's a soundtrack of, the, of Memphis. Driver, don't why you uh, <laughs> like um I really love the end of the day. You in your bed. You got your little book and then whatever beverage of choice. Sometimes it's tea. Sometimes it's wine. It's been wine more recently than not because my life has been upside down. But um, it's right side up again. So we tea tonight. And I'm just in my bed with my book. Like, not in your man, period. Which man? First of all. Oh, uh, which like what? Uh, don't don't start. And you know that's not what I meant. Yeah, but we, you know what? I should, no, because I, I would have said reason. what man? Because it's not what... Oh, you said I, I witch. Said what, I said what man? You said witch. Did I? Let's play the. But you, but you know what I meant. Let's let. Right, I do know what you meant. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, uh, uh class for dark. We we'll talk about recent. Oh yeah, we should. The dating pool got feces in it, but um, we move. But I'm very proud of myself. Right, they're not even hit- human. <laughs> I'm telling, it's really bad out here. I'm telling, hold on to your man. Like I'm telling. I was telling you, like, I be telling people, like, hold on to your man. What, before Nikki was engaged to Abdul, something happened in my DMs. And I texted her immediately, and I was like, I sent her a screenshot. What, no, I can't, we, we text too much. I would read it because it was so funny. It was like, this man was, he said something so ridiculous. And I texted her a screenshot, and I said, hold on to your man and hold him close. Cause it's very bad out here. <laughs> like I know that's like oh, da, da, da. it's it's way worse. I don't think you understand. It's way worse than Tyler Perry. It's way worse than who's who's 
paying for the first date. It's way worse than splitting bills. It's way worse than his his baby mama. It's so much going on out here. If you have a man, if you have a partner, if you have a they, whatever, hold on tight. Do it. It's not good out here. It's not. The grass is not greener. Ain't no grass. Right. It's dirt. Like and you know that grass, like the yellow one when the sunburn. That's what it is on the other side. It's hold weeds. On. It's weeds. It's weeds, and they poisonous too. Poisonous, nothing but bare dandelions. It's nothing it's the type over there. When you walk in your dog and it tastes about, you got to pry its mouth open and go like, See, like it's that type of grass. You know them weeds that got that got the wax on it and the little spikes on the side. I was just that's the one. The spiky, that's what it is over there. The spiky joints. It's not. Hold on to your man. Hold on to your woman. Hold on to your person. I'm telling you. I'm tell. It's not. You thought the girls were arguing over 50-50? No, babe. That's a good day. Okay, it's treacherous out here. I don't think you understand. But anyway, um, I made a bingo sheet Patreon for this year. I'm not gonna do too much. Oop. And um, I might get bingo if because I I. I just put a star on read 12 books. I'm, I think I'm on 15. I might get bingo because I was not. All I got to do to get bingo is go on 12 solo dates. I have done none. So I yep, have. Yep. No. Because I was supposed to go on a solo date at Spoto and I and Aurora, Aurora and. You saw how hard I strip over her name because I never call her that. Aurora and um, Malik end up coming with me. Mm. So I haven't done any. And I don't count when I go on, on auditions because I'm there by force. Um, so I need to do that and I need to learn a new piece. That's all I got to do in the next quarter. And I will have bingo. That's including the free space, but mind your business. But that's how it works. That's how bingo works. Yeah. Y'all, we should do that. We should do That will be cute on Patreon or like whatever, even an episode we do like a 2024 bingo sheet i've been i've been enjoying this i can't lie you can, i put a little star on it like a child i mean it's september 24th and i still have not done my vision board i was like i'm waiting until right, i'm gonna have a little time to slow down huh i was 2024 babe i'm not trying to drag you but like <laughs> it's over <laughs> i was like in january i was like okay my room is not clean like i gotta clean my room okay i just gotta wait for it to slow down a little bit and then i'm gonna do my vision board it's okay if i if it's okay if i don't do it in january i can do it in february i can do it in march it's september well, october is crazy it's september, near october my and that's why the vision ain't there <laughs> i feel like i'm not trying to like drag you for all these people but i just feel like you might as well just set intentions for 2024 that's what i would do but you know what a lot can happen in the last quarter. You I know mean, what? My vision like, board is right here. And to be fair, I don't keep, I didn't keep, I did one for 2021. And it doesn't, um, that's what you really got to be on Patreon. Cause y'all about to see my vision board. Um, I put 2021 and beyond. That's cute. Cause most of the stuff, I didn't, I mean, I think it's fine. Most of the stuff I wasn't going to do it only in 2021. Like I have a, a house that I wanted. I wasn't about to buy a house in 2021. Like, and that's why you dragged me that one time because I was like, I made a vision board of it came true. And like one of it was like, become a New York bestselling author. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't come true. Waste my time. This is the one I need to come true right here. You want some HBCU soon? Nah, I just wanted to be involved. Oh, I see. Um, but yeah. That's cute. We should have a vision board party. 
That's what I, I wanted to do. You was you was on your. I was. I was on my. I don't like vision boards because none of it came true. And because I always keep what's her name's vision board, the the video of Issa going through her vision board and saw all the stuff that came true. Um, Is it on YouTube? I need to watch that again. I have it saved in my notes. I can send it to you. Yeah, keep sending. Um, but um, but yeah, that's a nice little little segue. Y'all, that's not what you read in, cause I'm I'm nosy and I'm always looking for book recommendations. Um, you know, especially like I normally read romance and memoirs. So if you have someone like you know whose memoir was very good, Amy Poehler, hmm. I read that in like a couple days. That was years ago though, but like Amy Poehler is very good. Taraji's is good. Taraji's was great. But yeah. Okay. Anywho. All right, we moving on. Um, okay, so the whole reason why we're talking about books is that September is a month full of holidays that have to do with reading and things like that. Um, September is National Literacy Month, so there's a lot of other days within that. It's also um, Library Card Sign-Up Month, um, but September 6th is National Read-A-Book Day. September 8th is International Literacy Day or World Literacy Day. Um, and then September 11th is Libraries Remember Day. So we was like, okay, let's do a little, little something, something, because there's some corners of music we haven't talked about. And music libraries and just libraries in general and the resources that they have are one of those things. So, you know, we're going to give y'all a little insight into, um, you know, what might be in your area that you haven't considered utilizing at your library how we've done that in our own situations um, and just our relationships with libraries in general. So, um, yeah. How did you, did you grow up going to the library? What was your, what is your relationship? So I was talking to Lenny a couple days ago that I'm, I'm a new reader and that I only read for school and I didn't really enjoy it. I used to always lie on my reading log because like, I can't remember what teachers was so long ago, but like there were certain teachers um, that required like my sixth grade English teacher, Miss Green, required a reading log that my mom had to sign at the end of every week. And I was like, girl, yeah, I read this. I read the Bible, whatever, because I did. I was at Bible study. I had to go to my mom made sure I was at youth group. Every, everyone's had to go to youth group. So, you know, I would lie because um, I just wasn't a reader for um, for pleasure i just didn't really enjoy it i i was a tv girl i watched a lot of tv I had a tv in my room growing up so i just did my little homework did my reading for the homework read the books that were required um for school um and then whatever so me becoming a reader later in life is something that i wanted i wanted to be a reader girl i tried to I actively started to pursue that like i think 2015 around that time i'm like i'm gonna try to read a book actually i just remembered my first book for pleasure was a book called Wonder. It's actually a uh, young, what's it called? Young adults. It's a YA book um, because I, I was, fr- I used to be friends with, a, uh, I, used, I did this program called Golden Apple Scholars. And so all these like, pre-professional teachers, we would get together every summer and t- do workshops and stuff like that. And I used to be friends with an uh, English major. And I was like, I hate reading. She's like, you just haven't found the right book yet. I'm like, y'all always say that but I hate reading she's like no and she gave me wonder ate it up and that's that was like 2014 so that's when I started whatever I said I like to say that I still had a relationship with the library because my mom would take me 
and I would like get my little books and stuff. I was always into like crafting. Like I was um like you could tell that I hung out with my grandma a lot. Like I was interested in knitting and crocheting and sewing. So <clears throat> and cooking. Like I was a huge that's really cute how that came back around. But I was so into Food Network, whatever, whatever. So my my mom or my grandpa, we would walk downtown Evanston, take the bus downtown Evanston, and I had this rolling backpack and my, my grandpa would take me and I would get all these books, like cookbooks, craft books, sewing books, whatever and go home and and read and learn how to do stuff like um there so that's my relationship with the library i don't sometimes i would get movies from there but those were like harder because like my mom was is a single was a single parent so like the the back in the day dvds were due like in a week so like you know that's kind of hard turnaround time you know um but i rem- i had memories of going to the library like to study especially like in high school like we would meet there to like do mainly AP stuff where like we would meet like my friends and I would be separated in classes but we all had the same material so it didn't matter so we would do that hang out on a Saturday in the library renting in a study room acting bad like so I was always at the library and doing stuff I just wasn't really an active reader oh an American Girl dog because Addie I read I read all the Addie books and stuff like that so um yeah so I guess I read a little bit as a child like I wasn't dumb as bricks like because I do remember okay. my mom just because you <laughs> <laughs> I do remember my reading some books because like the for example like the American Girl doll books I'd be like oh mom can you me get these books from the library so I do remember that and getting them from the children's pl- the children's section um mm-hmm. but yeah how about you I mean yeah I did love <laughs> reading and I do I mean I was still I still had some of the same interests that I have now like I remember the most my fa- still to this day my favorite birthday present I got for my seventh birthday was the big book of what how and why it was just a book of facts and tr- stuff like that and that and then I had a book about forensics which is when I that's what made me want to be a forensic archaeologist for a little minute and I used to take that book everywhere and it would just talk to you all the stuff about forensics and stuff like that but um as far as the library yeah, I spent, my mom used to take me to the Inglewood Public Library. I liked it because it was very, like, they had, I remember they had the display of, like, Inglewood landmarks and stuff, like the forum. They had, like, a mini, um, a miniature display of the forum. They also had the, and I just actually just drove past it the other day, the Bourbon Fish Spot that's across the street from the forum, forum which is boarded up now, which I was like, wow, okay. Um, but, like, all those places that, you would drive by in Inglewood and I would go and pick out like honestly I would I didn't have like anything I looked for I would just pick out whatever except for one thing I do remember is that the library was the only place that I would look at manga because I didn't know like I fell into liking anime and I didn't really have any friends that did and like there's so many books like if Especially, like, somebody, like, who, like, Naruto. Naruto is so freaking long. There was no way I was buying that manga. Even now. Like, it's not mine. And I didn't even, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know that the anime was based on manga. I didn't know that they were the same thing. Like, whatever. And so, I would look at that type of stuff. But, um, I would, honestly, I would just read, like, literary fiction, young adult fiction, whatever i used to read brothers grim fairy tales i didn't know that the fairy tales mm, were the originals yeah like i found a book of those and i didn't know yeah I, I had no idea i was like that's not rumpelstiltskin but 
but like that's the type of stuff you just learn you just like whatever and then sometimes so like Inglewood Public Library was my childhood library and I would check out a bunch of stuff um from there and then in high school um I would go I mean I went to high school on a college campus like none of my schools up until then had a library well I think maybe my first did my first school I have no idea I buried those memories I didn't like that school you didn't go to library class I don't remember how often but we had library we had to go and we would learn different stuff and then check out a book I don't know if it was once a week I don't remember but it was definitely a special during the day in undergrad you hear me in in elementary school no yeah my first school definitely didn't and I middle school was terrible I (laughs) blocked that out too so I don't really know um I I don't remember having a library in middle school and I don't remember my Mm. first high school having one it might have but I I really don't think so my second high school was on a college campus so we had a, a college library I didn't spend a lot of time there, but I took the bus to and from school, and I had to, I went to school near downtown, so we would go to the Central Library mm-hmm. in in L.A., which I had no idea until, you know, we were just talking about the Central Library and some of the stuff that they have, and I didn't really utilize any of that. Sometimes I would just hang out there, but yeah, on, honestly, kind of rarely. Um, mm-hmm. And then now, I mean, going to, um, I mean, we both went to Eastman. Sibley is a huge music library. Um, I kind of want to hear how many times I went to Sibley on my own time because mm-hmm. I, I got there's not nah, obviously okay the three people that went to Eastman that listen to this there you take classes there like they have classrooms and stuff and I had to take some classes there or like um, especially for my music education classes we would we would meet there for a class for whatever reason but outside of those I can kind of want to hear yeah there's like oh that's I'm lying never mind because I would go there and get music if I needed it so let me stop there was but a to period, hang out study never there was a period of time where I was like okay I need to keep going here more because I'm not going to be here forever like all that type of stuff so I went to Sibley a moderate amount I still wish I had gone more but um and then now I mean these days I go to the library probably every week just for somewhere to be and and I like I mean at USC like sometimes I go to the Cinematic Arts Library sometimes I go to the, I either I usually either go there or the Music Library they're in the same there's like a big library that encompasses many libraries and there are other libraries there's a law library there's a you know medical library there's all that type of stuff they have a lot of libraries but I go um, there but I want to start going more to some public libraries but. Um, right now I haven't, I haven't really gone to a lot since I've been, since I've been back here. But you know what? I had a buried memory. Remember the Scholastic Book Fair? I do. I don't remember buying anything. I think my mom, I don't remember. Cause I was not, I just was not into books. So I wasn't really asking for no money. Like I might've had some to buy like the little pencils and stuff. That's going to be like, you said what you said but like you didn't really nah like I could really like I could tell you it was all the, the books I read like for leisure I read the Little House in the Prairie books I forgot about those cause I don't know what I what I had with Laura Ingalls but I was in I love them and I read the American Girl books and like everything else was assigned I feel like that might have to be like one of those things like you know when you just live out a childhood 
like whatever once you can just because like some pussy part like I want to go to a scholastic book fair and cash out. I wanted so much stuff. Like just thinking about it, it was so exciting. Like yeah. I'm about to tear up. I wanted stuff so bad. I almost never got anything. But yeah. um and I would honestly I would just cash out. I would just give the books away. Like to the kids that mm. are there. I mean, I would keep some for myself. Cause I do sometimes like I bought my nephew the ABCs of black history and I bought myself one too. Mm. Because I just wanted the book. Did they mm. lose that? They might have lost it when I when I moved in the mail, which sucks. But um, cause he had an attitude when he opened it. <laughs> but he'll thank you, uh, for getting a book as a present. Cause his birthday is ten days before Christmas, so I'll get you a book for your birthday and I do it for Christmas. Like just wait ten days, you'll get your toy. It's mm-hmm. fine. Also, you're our only child. You got f- wait, yeah got a bunch of grandparents like he got way too many toys he don't know what to do with so you got great grandparents like you're good you're gonna get it to me but um yeah that's that's my little my little childhood i don't have to do that um but yeah i wish i read more as a kid yeah i just wasn't made i wasn't made to my mama kind of just let me do my thing not in a bad not in a hands off my mom was not hands off but like she wasn't like because it's i mean not everybody and i not everybody likes to read as a hobby and like that's why i tell like when i get my nephew stuff and then people be like oh here you go to with the book i'll be like don't say that because kids you know they hear that they hear like when everybody's like oh whenever they open a book he may not even think that but when you know you just hear that because I love getting books i like i said i still remember my seventh birthday the best birthday present i ever got I love that book. So, but if it gets to the point where he really don't like the book, then I'll stop getting books. But, um. Man, I, I love books. Like, I, I don't even know where to put all these. I freaking love, love books so much. Like, Nikki got me a Barnes Noble gift card for my birthday. I almost cried. Like, I, like that's my type. You want to give me a present? You want to give me a present? Give me a book. Like, you think I would like, oh, how romantic that's why I got my I'll be trying to because like I'll be getting people books but then sometimes like like I'll get you something that you like like my grandma for example she reads like she would always read either like thrillers or like memoirs and she specifically like memoirs of like politicians and so I got her when um when Barack Obama came out with his book like I got her that Barack's and right next to Michelle I could not get through (laughs) They both over there taking up space. And my brother <laughs> loves basketball, so I got him a memoir of Elgin Baylor, who was a basketball player for the Lakers. And he was a part of, he was like a basketball player in like the 60s, I think. He was a part of a lot of like the social activism that happened in the NBA during that time. And so, like, I was like, okay, it's a little, little blackness, a little basketball, a little reading. It's collecting dust. So, <laughs> yeah, I really feel like it's up to you. It's it's who's was your is your mom a reader? Let me start with that. Is your no. mom a reader? Interesting that you because I feel like my mom wasn't a reader either, so um, wasn't really. But my grandma like, was, so maybe. Mm, ish. I, my yeah, I'm see. I be because you're gonna be doing stuff. My grandma, I need to call her back. That's gonna be something because she's gonna be like, oh, never mind. Oh, um, but I asked her because I be like she be talking about how bored she is because you know my grandma's getting older, like it actually, like seriously, and. 
she be talking about how bored she is. And I'm like, girl, like you could listen to an audio book. Mm-hmm. This woman said, I'm listening to an audio book and reading my Bible. Which one do you think I would rather? And I'm like, we're picking. We're picking. It's 24 hours in a day. It's 24 hours in a day. Like 15 of which you don't do nothing. So you can't you can't read the Bible and you could do both, Gloria. You can. But like I just feel like my I mean everyone has a different point of departure. You know, my grandma grew up in rural Jamaica in a farming community and was a CNA. So during her leisure time she was not trying to read no whatever. So I don't know. I be trying. I be trying to bully people around me into reading because I'd be like, "We can have a little book club." <laughs> That'd be cute. We should do that for Christmas, Delaney. We should. We should do a book exchange. Like you know what I like. I know what you like. Oh, you yeah. what the other person likes? Yeah, like what you a book that you think actually, and it can't be petty. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking that, but I want to make sure I left no stone unturned. It has to be. It has to be earnest. It has to be. It has to be earnest, Lenny. Do not freaking play with me. Cause I don't. Nah, I, nah. It has to be earnest. Like what you think? Yeah. Because I know how I know how you are, and I know how you get. We are not strangers. <laughs> we should do that. That would be cute. Okay. I was also gonna say another reason, uh, another thing with me that I just realized is that like. When I was a kid, like middle school age, like all that type of stuff, there was like two really, really big book crazes, The Hunger Games and Twilight. Mm-hmm. So a lot of, uh, maybe like, I wonder if that also has something to do with like a lot of more, or like, I mean, I was already a reader, but still like, it was like, that was like a thing, you know, yeah. even before the movies came out was like reading the books and like, it was just a big like fandom thing. And I read both series. I never read Harry Potter, but I read Harry Potter. I feel like Harry. I mean, it's. I, I'm, not to, I'm not trying to say I'm old, but I feel like Harry Potter was like more like. You know, my time. Cause like I mean, yeah, but my cousin had the Harry Potter books like in my grandma's house and stuff. So like they were around. Oh, okay, cause it was a craze. Like third, I think I remember like third grade, everybody was reading it, and I remember I was not allowed to read it. Mm-hmm. So, um, now my mom doesn't care. What she finna say to me? I'm thirty, but like. That whole them that whole demonic witchcraft thing. Now, mind you, was I watch at home watching Twitches in Halloween Town? I was, but I think because the what's the word I'm looking for, the press and the attention that Harry Potter had, I was not allowed to read Harry Potter. And I actually got into an argument with this boy named Chris Kelly. I'll never forget. I'm like you reading that demonic stuff it's hilarious what kids like go home go to school and say because i heard it at home i'll never forget that i think i got in trouble too i can't i don't remember oh what a time i just saw chris kelly on my facebook he got married i haven't thought about him until this very moment anyway right now what so um what katie and i did um was kind of you know we want you know this is allegedly a music podcast classical music to be specific um but a music podcast and so i mean music libraries are their own thing um but also there are music resources at public libraries and just libraries at large so we was going to see libraries in our area what type of resources that they have what type of resources do you do libraries usually have which y'all should go do you know all that type of stuff so yeah 
I will say if we could start out and zoom into music, because like I feel like people underutilize because I what I found wasn't much. That's why I said, um, <clears throat> but like before I was I'm no longer able to do it. But like the library out in I think either Bartlett or Cordova, one of the suburbs of Memphis, they have Spanish classes like 10 a.m. like every week, like on a Wednesday. Like they have classes, they have like you can learn how to do depending on where your library. You should just check what they have, especially like I feel like musicians were really bad at having hobbies because like it's like practice, 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 working if you have to work, and then it's like you're so you're done, you're exhausted, you're exhausted by the end of the day. You don't want to do anything else, and it's like go learn a hobby at your library. They my library they have sewing classes, they got knitting, like you can learn Spanish like I said, other languages, like they got book clubs, like some libraries they got cooking classes. Like you don't know what your library has. Just go on a website and see like there's so there's so much stuff that a library offers outside of just books. I think like every every like quarter a librarian goes viral on TikTok for being like come and use the library it's mad stuff at the library like and that's yeah, just they got shows I'm like, you said what? they got little shows like i remember going when i was a kid to a little show like at the library yeah. like <clears throat> like they have bookstores a lot of them like we can get reduced books like there's just so many free and it's like people went this whole especially because there's like a loneliness epidem- epidemic in America specifically right now. And it's like be, a lot of it's just for a lot of reasons. But one of the reasons being that there's no third space. And a lot of times people don't have one because they think that you need money to have a third space. A library is a free third space where you can get at your house and like see people in your community and like whatever. Like if, if, you, cause if you can't afford to go to a coffee shop, like you can go to your library and they have so much stuff to like see and do and use like yeah the yeah. seattle library got practice rooms i never i would see? never have thought like you could go <laughs> practice the library have a student have a lesson at the library like how convenient is that you know that's crazy but um music wise at the memphis i went to the main um branch of the memphis public library um it's a it's a beautiful library i don't i have i've only been there like three times in my past three years being um one of it one of which was for a meeting so technically i've only been twice um and um it's it's a it's a nice library I, it's just a little dark in there i just don't see myself working there like it's a it's a gorgeous library it's just like i don't know maybe if i saw if i'm another library like cordova or <clears throat> excuse me Bartlett I might find but I think also my issue is I'm very productive at home there's really and I think that's why like I'm not I don't be outside like that because it's like I don't have a, I don't need to go to a coffee shop to be productive I probably would get less done if I went um went out but um they have this thing called cloud 901 901 is area code of Memphis and it's like a resource center for ages 13 to 18 and they have the whole point is to teach them like teach young people skills for the 21st century they have like um photography stuff they have music specifically they have like recording stuff like you can record beats and do all the other stuff so that's like really cool that's something unique and then i went to the music stuff and like i think like i'm too used to going to music libraries i was just like so underwhelmed like so i asked what the scores were and it, what it gave 
and you can tell me about your experience. What what I went to the music scores place, what it gave was that these are pieces that patrons must have wanted that -hmm. are there. It's so random. So like the scores, like I found a Don Juan score, but then they didn't have like Heldenleben. It's like, or they had like, they had like a Sibelius piece, but they didn't have any of Sibelius' symphonies. It was just really, really random. And then I was like, okay, let me see. Like, I wonder what kind of pedagogy materials they have because um, I'm recently teaching a kindergarten violin class and this is the youngest I've taught in a group setting. I've taught, I have had kindergarten students before in, for private lessons, but having them, having 10 is something. So I was like, let me see if I can find like, what resource that they have. They really didn't have anything. Like I try, I was like, well, maybe I can make this work, but I'm like, why? I can just go to my personal toolbox and, and use that. And then, um, so that was that they had like, this is what I expected. So I remember earlier how I said, like when I would go to the library with my grandpa, like I want to get stuff to like learn how to crochet. I, we, I got like hand games because like back in middle school, like, child on the bus like I, I didn't take the bus in middle school but at recess like I, lo- I was queen of the hand game I was playing a hand game I was also like very into double dutch in middle school so I, what's a new game song we could sing like so I'll go to the library and get that kind of stuff so that's what the that's what the books gave like I have some pictures like um the books gave like you decided you want to learn harmonica here's how you can learn harmonica so there was no I, I did see like a Suzuki violin book but you wouldn't use Suzuki to teach yourself I mean not really but they had books where like like so you want to learn violin you know and it's like this is how um <laughs> this one's called um first lessons violin it doesn't get any easier and it's like if I wanted to learn violin I probably would think I mean maybe not today but maybe 10 years ago if I wanted to learn how to play the violin and I want to teach myself I probably would go to the library and see what they had and I probably would be like oh great here's a violin book and I would just go about my business. So that's what a lot of the stuff was. And then they had records and they had lots of CDs. And then I went to go look for this Spike Lee book that I wanted and um, they didn't have it. It's at a different library. But then over there by the film and TV stuff, they had like more music stuff. Like it was really weird. I don't, and I didn't, I couldn't conceptualize like why would like, tuba for dummies be over there and not in like the method book section but maybe because it's not considered a music score maybe because I was in the music score section very interesting all in all not a lot of first music going on at the public library but like I think if I had someone who wanted to teach yourself to play the viola I would just be like go on Amazon but it was cool to see that they had like some scores there I feel like if you were interested in seeing like what a, a Tchaikovsky 5 score look like then yeah can go over there they had lots of choral stuff they also had things that I thought were indicative of Memphis like lots of gospel music lots of blues lots of jazz stuff and history of those things but not really a lot going on in my opinion great glowing endorsement for libraries no I'm just kidding I mean <laughs> but I think what I think I will say that you should go see what your library has to offer, especially like hobby wise. A lot of y'all don't know how to dice an onion. Maybe they have a cooking class. Um, but like as a music, as a musician, 
I feel like you're better off seeing if your local university, because I know Sibley is a public library. So you you might as well see if your local university got a score, also I'm SOP, also email old teacher, I feel like. But it was cool to see, you know, some representation. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, track four and five score, period. Not track one, two, and three, nowhere to be found. But track five, like, it was just weird. It was just a weird c- collection. I was expecting a little bit more, particularly for pedagogy stuff. But there's, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, thinking about also, like how you said, outside of music, um, I just, it took me actually a weirdly a long time to find the mailing list for the LA Public Library, but I'm on it now. I'm, I've oh. been on the New York Public Library mailing list for years because they have the Schomburg Center for like black research. And so like I, I'm, I've been on the Schomburg Center. Uh, well, they actually had a thing. I was going to apply for it. But, um, um, and that's another thing about libraries. They got stuff you can apply for. Like LA Public Library has this thing. They're giving out $20,000 to literally any type of creator. They're like, you could be a florist. You could be a filmmaker. You can be a rapper. You could be like whatever. And you pitch your project to them. They will give you $20,000 to do it. Um, so there's stuff like that. We were just looking. They have a photography studio, a podcasting studio, 3D printer, all this type of stuff that you can do. They also have a memory lab where you can turn old media and you can digitize it. Like I'm going to take, I actually have my parents' wedding video, apparently my mom's bridal shower. I have, my grandma has stacks and stacks and stacks of VHS tapes that she hasn't seen in years. And I was like, do you want me to take them to the library? I can so you can watch them I mean she does still have her VHS player but but I can t- you can take cassettes you can take VHS tapes and whatever and get them turned into digital files and stuff like that um at the library it's also they having it's financial literacy month and they're having a bunch of financial literacy stuff like of course like this is LA it's a huge library like but it's yeah. still like mm-hmm. so I mean, but for me, I was looking at Pasadena because that's where I'm at right now. And of course, the Pasadena, the central library in Pasadena is closed and will be. It's for like some type of re, some type of overhaul they need to do that. Like it has to be closed. Mm. Like I think it might be a water thing or some type of restructuring or whatever that needs to happen. So it's closed to like next year, like the year after something crazy like that. Um, but there is one up the street for me. It's a smaller branch. Mm. They had like for CDs, they had like a little bit over 5,000 CDs and stuff like that. But since I'm allegedly doing YouTube, I'm doing YouTube. There we go. Um, and my mom was like, stop buying books. I was like, oh, I'm going to look up some, like, even if you don't like, you're not looking for scores or something like that. Like, there's a lot of music books. Like there's a book about by, we were just talking about her Eileen Southern. Yeah. Her I want to get into about, her stuff more. Yeah. About black musicians. I looked it up and they have that book. Um, so they have a lot of stuff. They have one of the books that I lost or not that USPS lost race music by um, Guthrie Ramsey. He's Dr. Uh, Dr. Guthrie Ramsey. I think he teaches at Columbia. Um, he's a musicologist. And um, so they have his books about black music. Like they got a lot um, of stuff and stuff that covers black classical music, um, and stuff like that. So for my videos, I've started researching what does the library have 
that I will know I I know I will eventually buy but I can't or won't buy it right now um and depending more on the library they also had I saw they had music they call them steam kits because like steam as in um yeah yeah. as in stab with an A yeah um and one of the steam kits is a music kit um that they have for kids they didn't have like a lot of stuff for like adults but you know they love a little kids like music education situation I should just say what's um was in the steam kit but like i think it's for ages like it's for like toddler ages basically um and they have like it it has like a like a guide it's not really a research guide but it's like um a guide that like of course tells them everything that's in the in the kit is called a music learning guide and it has like a well patreon can see it's for ages three through eight and that's everything that's in there. Oh my god! Yeah. You can get like all this stuff. Oh. They have, you know what? Kiana, Kiana goes to Symphony should be in there. Oh, that would be so. That would be cute. cute. That would be cute. Hold on. Okay, Wait, so I just got a book to help me. That not help me. I got for dummies book. I saw it randomly. So I mean, I'm I'm still working on it anyway. But like, it's just like it's just moving slow. It's moving very slow. So this is um this is for like preschool and early age elementary school students that you can um request and what's in it there's a book called Welcome to the Symphony, a book called Drum Dream Girl, one called Eight Note Bell Songs, uh, one called More Eight Note Bell Songs, um and then there's a True Tone handles hand bells sorry inbox so it's eight bells, um they also have like a whole this whole kit called jam town around the world there's a battle a bottle cap shaker a couple different types of shakers and drums um a bamboo scraper um what's a frog rasp something they got one um they got some claves in there they got a triangle um a xylophone uh kit with some songs and then it has like a whole like little guide how to get them started using their stuff this is like a good little kit like and you know what my cousin is having a baby i mean this is literally three the baby's in her stomach so (laughs) it's a little you better start cat 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 outside the belly period um but yeah so i thought that was really cute um mm. all the stuff that they have in there but other than that a lot of the music resources were like i said like cds and stuff things that um or things that you can use for music research and that like i said is a smaller branch of a library at the central library they have more scores and stuff like that um at the la central library and then like i was going to bring up what you said about universities like Sibley's a public library, Doheny, which is the library that the music library at USC is inside of. You can use Doheny if you have, you know, an ID and stuff like that, like a government issued ID. You can use their stuff as long as, you know, like students and stuff like that get a priority, but you can go to these libraries. They have a record player They have, I think he said the, cause we had a presentation with the, um, the head librarian at the music library and he, he said they got some, you know, like 30,000 CDs or something like that 
you can check out like sometimes if i forget my headphones at school you can check out headphones at the library mm-hmm. um and like there's just all types of stuff so i would definitely check you know your area library your area university i'm sure you could get in there getting your little in your library bag there's also stuff like um there's something that the la library has where you can listen to music and it's called um what's that called frigo frugal you heard of that Mm-mm. it's kind of like the interface looks like it's like you can you can discover different artists they have like it looks like spotify oh. and a lot of the library mm-hmm. and you can get it through your library to listen to music like here you go they got doja cat right there like mm. and stuff like that and here go beyonce beyonce um how you saw meg she was so cute i don't know and I it's, love just you, beyonce. Like, it's just <laughs> like there's just so much they got a thing for a podcast let me make sure we over there um but the library like especially if you live in a major city of course but like there's also small things you can do like you can request a little free library in your neighborhood and stuff like that that's another thing um and yeah also if you don't use libby you gotta use libby like libby's my world so much of the fact that like first of all when i get off of here like when i make dinner i'm about to put my little um put my little audiobook on while i do that like libby is like so much so like you know how you can just put on your apps like Libby's there like that's how much I use it um so get on Libby free audiobooks free books only caveat because one thing I don't like about audible all these influencers are scammers because back in the day like the YouTube girls they'll be like oh my god audible like blase squase you have to pay per book on audible what's the point you might as well just buy it all yeah you might as well i thought the subscription came with unlimited books it does not what's the point you might as well buy the you can buy audiobooks on, on spotify mm-hmm. like you might as well just do that for five dollars more um but libby is free the only caveat is you only have three weeks and it functions like a library so they don't have unlimited copies of of uh audiobook like i'm there's a one book book the seven husbands of Ella, what's it called that really um evelyn hugo yeah the seven husbands of evelyn hugo i'm waiting for that book i'm like 200th in line for that for that book because it's like really popular um so that's a that's a drawback but libby's great and you need a library card to do it to use it but um yeah they also have like research guides that your librarians will put together they also your library also usually has a lot of stuff about like local history if that's like if you live in your hometown you want to know like Mm-hmm. stuff about that they always have like extensive stuff about the history of the city that they're in there's just like so so much stuff like yeah. databases and all that type of mm-hmm. stuff like yeah I'm just looking up even all the stuff that they got 
in um like if you want to start a new business like they got a whole little like section for that mm-hmm. like where they'll make collections of things like even if you'd like because some of these libraries are huge you might not know where to start like mm-hmm. research guides is probably is a really good place to start because they'll have it by um like by theme and all that type of stuff and you might even be able to get like free access to stuff like i know la public library has something with linkedin learning you don't gotta pay for it you know like it's all types of stuff so period take a look it's in a book i started at pay i started at 315th place i'm currently in 259th place the wait is several months for this audiobook it's only two copies that's what it says it literally says <clears throat> it literally says wait several months so, I remember like it. somebody posted like I'm also waiting for another Kennedy Ryan book and she po- finally posted in this uh, Black Girls Read um, book I'm in a uh, group up in on Facebook she was like I've been waiting for months for this book it better be good <laughs> so that's the only drop they got Kwame Mills on there I don't know do any you should check. I don't no. see. I need to get on Libby. You should. You should, you know what you you gonna get on Libby. You check and let me know. You should. I y'all don't know my who Quan Mills is. My Libby's down. Oh, it's down. You just show me. Yeah, it's crazy how because a new iPhone came out, so it's like acting up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Crazy. You can't just check see if. See, I'm trying. Click them. Right. Let me see. Oh, you know, it just died. That's crazy. Oh, oh uh, okay. Let me see. Let me just put a call to you. <laughs> see if it rings. <laughs> if y'all don't know who Kwame Mills is, God bless. Right. Can, enjoy your peace. <laughs> like, you got stroke daddy. It's crazy over there. It's, <laughs> it's a lot going on. I mean, that book that she was reading was reminding me of. Okay. But Kennedy Ryan is such a beautiful writer. Like, she's a beautiful writer. It's a little crazy. Like, Queen Move, that was, the twist was hilarious. Like, not hilarious. It was like, okay. The long shot was a lot. It was, but it was good. I wouldn't read it again, though. It was too much for me. But it was good. And I'm, I'm it's supposed to be like a, she has like a three-part. So, I said I was going to take a break from her. <laughs> And then uh, go back. But shout out to my girl, Candy Ryan, leading in the charge in black romance right now. All right, y'all. <laughs> let us All know. right, y'all. Oh, no. I was just going to say, let us know what y'all, if y'all go to y'all library, what y'all get, you know. Period. Put me on to some books. What y'all reading? I want something with some with some vavavoom in it. Oh right, can you love some vavavoom? I didn't mean like that. I meant like robust storyline. Mm-hmm. But also, I was about to say because I know you. Like you said, we're not strangers. That's fine. And he wants a vavavoom. All right, it's time for Black Excellence where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you a prop. So there's room for everyone at the top. Who are you talking about, Delaney? This week, I am talking about Errol Roden the third. Hey, Errol. That's my friend. Oh, um, Errol. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, period. 
Arrow, he plays a tuba. He's also a um, content creator, composer, and arranger. Arrow's out here. He is based in LA because he went to USC, Fight On, where he got his uh, bachelor's in tuba performance with a minor in pop music history studies. Um, and then he continued on to the enemy. He went to UCLA um, for his master's. Go Bears! Woo! That's not even. It's not the Bruins. Oh, <laughs> don't even know. <laughs> I mean, their mascot is a bear, though. That so, oh, okay, but is a Bruin a type of bear? I don't know. I don't know what they got going on over there. But go Bears! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I literally knew that Jordan Childs went to. Um, I knew the Bruins. Mm-hmm. Jordan Childs went to UCLA. Okay. Um, but he is not limited to one genre he'll be out here he's doing classical music he plays pop music jazz hip-hop and r&b music he is originally from Fayetteville Georgia where he um, participated as a fellow in the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra's talent development program um, where he uh, studied with the Atlanta Symphony's principal tubist Michael Moore Um, he's played all around the country um, at places like the Hollywood Bowl Ozawa Hall, Whittington Full, I hope I'm saying that right, Auditorium, and uh, Main Street USA at the Disney Resort, where he was a member of the Disney All-American College Band. Um, He has um, worked with the Boston Brass um, and under the batons of several prominent um, um, conductors. He has also received uh, some awards. He was a silver medalist at the Leonard Falcoin uh, International Euphonium and Tuba Festival in the Tuba Student Division. Um, and yeah, he's out here. I will link. Um, he actually got, he had an article um, written about him last year. So I will link that so y'all you know, can learn more about him and his plans moving forward. Shout out to Errol. Period. Oh, yeah. And he worked at LA Field with me. That's how I know him. Because, you know, he was an intern when I was a project assistant. I was on the hiring committee for him. Yeah. Period. Straight like that. Um, my piece of the week is Shostakovich 5. Um, I was listening to my undergrad play at their concerts today. And I was just like... Yeah, it's my piece. It's not really my you piece. You have undergrads? You said what? You said you listen to who? At my undergrad. Like, I was. Oh, actually, I thought university. you meant like that you was teaching. I was like, when that happened? <laughs> Girl, I can't do nothing else. It's, I'm at capacity. But how many times have I said that? But I feel like it's for real this time. It's for real this time. No, it is. It is. It is. Um, but yeah. Cause like I was gonna add that one thing, but I told you like it felt they didn't fall through, but we pivoted. So like, yeah, I think I'm I'm good. Max Capass. Yeah, I've heard that say. before from both of us. So, and then watching what the next thing we're gonna do is gonna be together. Okay, it's me fair. I think I just asked you before we got on this call. Like, I was already planning that. So I really am. I'm I'm at Max Capass. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to class. See, you know what's hilarious. This is exactly what I'm talking about. I was telling Delaney that I feel like my friends don't hear me. 
And that's exactly what we're talking about. I, I said I'm being honest and open with her. She's like, hmm. And that's why I'm talking. This is like what I'm talking about. But anyway, you know what? We move. What a friend I said we we're both. I said we are both. We both do that, and we do. We both got too much going on, and we'll always add something else. And I think we talked about this before, but I, I. That's why I'm gonna do an audit next week because I said it's starting to become more and more of an issue because I feel like I'm doing nothing. And that's, so if you constantly feel like you're not doing enough, you feel it. Now, now my chest is tight. You know what I'm saying? Now, now Miss Girl in my inbox asking for where's the second draft. Girl, I don't know. I forgot because I do this thing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. And it's like, we need more, like, I mean, we do have something like a project that's going to be done once it launches. Like, it's just oh, it's gonna be so it's cute. Done. I'm gonna be so excited because it's like when it's when it just feels like you're not doing nothing because like you're doing so much all the time that it's like and it's just like a treadmill. It's just like keeps going and going and going. Nothing is done, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a feeling when stuff something is okay. This is done, you know. I just want something to be done. And like even though even when we set that thing off and she left us on red, like it still felt good to like. We put so much work into that. And that that's another thing. That pitch, like, we have to re... We gotta... Yeah, you know what? One thing at a time. Today is Sunday. Tomorrow's Monday. And that's all I got. Thank you for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black... A black excellent suggestion or interview suggestion, Amanda will send me one. It's cute. That's oh, how I feel. Mm, my heart's beat. I thought you were talking from. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Never mind. No, not your man. My my man. Um, black. You can text me if you have my number or not. Classicallyblackpodcast at gmail dot com. If you're black, I'll join link her ISB. number in the description. No, can you imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Get off the podcast. Um, can you imagine, like, girl, before you do all that, choke. If you're black, join ISBM, Eyes Black Musicians on social media, eyesblackmusicians.com. Join the Ebony Tower. Yeah. That's patreon.com slash classically black podcast. Thank you for listening. We'll catch y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.